Journey to Organization, episode 156, Quick Hanukkah Cleanup. You're listening to the Journey to Organization podcast with Rebecca Saltzman, advice to help you clear your clutter and your mind. Hello and welcome to the Journey to Organization podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Saltzman from Balagan Begone Personal Organization, and today I'm going to give you my top three tips for cleaning up the Chanukiot and from Hanukkah in general. Now, I want you to know that over the last few weeks, I've gotten a lot of voicemails from ladies, and I got to tell you, I listen to all the voice messages. Sometimes I don't hear them right away, but I definitely do listen. If you need a response, leave your contact info when you leave a voicemail and someone from my team or I will answer you. Now, I record my podcast in advance. That's a time management hack, you know, I do them all at once. So if you don't hear me answer your question right away, I'll get to it. Please be patient. But you can always leave me a second message because I love hearing from you. Now, email is always the best way to reach me, but definitely don't hesitate to reach out. All right, you ready? Let's dive in. Tip number one for cleaning up after Hanukkah. If you haven't been spraying down your Hanukkiot every night with a little bit of cooking spray or taking a brush and using a little bit of olive oil, then there's probably going to be wax on it. So if your Hanukkiot is made with metal, you can put a baking sheet in the oven, covered in foil, and place the Hanukkiot on top of it. Now you only want to put it in for a few minutes on the lowest temperature and you definitely want to watch it to make sure that nothing gets discolored or burns or anything like that and that the wax isn't dripping off of the tray. But what should happen is on the lowest temperature, the wax should just melt right off onto the tray. Now this is really helpful if you have a Hanukkiah that has a lot of crevices on it, which tend to get like the wax like stuck inside and it's really, really hard to reach and get into it. So this helps sort of just melt that off. Uh, I think I think this, in, in addition to metal, this is also okay for ceramic, but you should definitely be careful and, and watch it if you've never done this before. Now, when you're removing the Hanukkiah, you're going to want to be really, really careful because it's going to be hot. <laughs> so you can actually let it cool down in the oven before you remove it, but you sort of want to make sure that if you do let it cool in the oven, that the wax has actually dripped off of the Hanukkiah and it's not like, you know, pooled up anywhere on the Hanukkiah. If there's a little bit of wax left over or it has some residue, then you can make a basin of warm soapy water and just let drop it in there and afterwards take like a just a light sponge or a cloth or whatever and and just wipe it down make sure you dry it and buff it so that it like has a nice shine to it but after you do that it should look really as good as new and it really is it's not as hard label labor as if you're just you know standing there scrubbing it. it it really makes cleaning up a lot a lot easier now, if your Hanukkiah is not metal or ceramic, you're going to want to put it in the freezer for an hour or two and then gently <laughs> drop it in some warm, soapy water and you should get the same results. Like the wax should really sort of just sort of flake right off and, and make it easier to clean. So I think the, the most important thing you can do here is just be careful, understand what the material of your Hanukkiah is. And when in doubt, if you're not sure, you can always just use the warm soapy water, uh, a little bit warmer maybe, let it soak for a few minutes and then it'll be good as new. 
This is also really helpful if you use the little glass cups for your Shabbos candles to keep them clean. I just soak them right after Shabbos. I soak them in a, in a, like a, in the washing cup, actually. <laughs> I soak them with some hot water from the urn in the, in the cup and I just let them sit there for a minute and then I take like some warm soapy water like I just wipe them down I let them soak a little bit more and then the wax just really comes right off I dry them with a towel they look beautiful it's my way of preparing for next Shabbos like even Motzei Shabbat so that's I think a nice way for me to start looking forward to Shabbat coming back okay tip number two if you want to display your Hanukkiot all year round okay that's fine Make sure they all live together so that next year you won't have to search all over them. So you know my theory, like items need to go together, right? So if you're gonna put them on display, make sure that if you have five or 10 or whatever, however many you have, that they're all together near each other so that whatever one you're looking for next year, then you'll be able to find it quickly. Now, I don't display my Hanukkiot. I don't like the clutter. I don't like dusting. So I actually just, I pack them up in a box and put them in my storage area in my machsan. And I I don't think about them. <laughs> um, we have boxes for um, Sukkot, Hanukkah, and Pesach. And for each holiday, when we put that holiday away, we pull the next one like to go on top. So it's easier to just pull that one out. So when we put the Sukkot decorations away, we put the Hanukkah decorations on top of it so that, you know, we could easily pull pull out the Hanukkah box. When we put the Hanukkah box away, we're going to put it like on the bottom and we'll move the Pesach forward so that it's easier to get the Pesach stuff out later. So that's one aspect of things, but it's really important to make sure that you pack them up with care when you put them away. So we always usually save the original packaging. Um, for two of our Hanukkah, we don't have the original packaging, but I actually have a tablecloth that I only use on Hanukkah. So I actually use the tablecloth to um, to wrap the Hanukkiot and protect them while they're in the box. I also store some Hanukkah supplies. I have two dreidel-shaped bowls that I use on Hanukkah. Uh, I store all the dreidels in them. Uh, and you know, that that's basically all I have. So we have like five Hanukkiot, we have these two dreidel bowls, I have this tablecloth, and I have the dreidels, right? But always we have like some candles left over or a little oil or some wicks or something like that. So what I do is I just, since I have this box already and well, usually what's left over isn't taking up so much space, I just drop it into the box and here's tip number three, whatever's left over, I make a note because <laughs> I don't necessarily want to search through the box three weeks before Hanukkah to remember what I have. So as my husband or I see things on sale when we're shopping, you know, we want to pick up the supplies that we may need, but obviously we don't want to have like too much because why why would you want that, right? So, so what we what I recommend you do is put a note in your box <laughs> letting, you know, on the top that it's easy to pull out so you don't have to go through the whole box to see what you have. Just say like one box of candles left over or half a box of wicks or whatever it is and and 
you know, it'll be there ready to go. If you don't store your Hanukkiyot in a box and you just store them on, you know, the shelf or whatever, you can put a piece of paper underneath them or you can put a note in your calendar for like two weeks before Hanukkah for next year, And if you, especially if you're using a digital calendar. Or you can send yourself an email as a reminder two weeks before Hanukkah next year. So you can set it up now to send it to yourself in the future. And I think that's a really awesome, <laughs> an awesome way to do things because it's like, oh, I get an email from myself in, you know, in in 11 months, right? And, and it's just helpful because it's like sitting there in your email and you're for sure going to see it. So those are just a few tips to get you cleaned up after Hanukkah. Of course, if you decorate your house for Hanukkah, like my mom always did, she saved all of our Hanukkah drawings from nursery school. I'm pretty sure they're still in the house, even though all of my kids are not in nursery school anymore. And she used to hang them every year in the same place. Like, that was where they lived. This, these, My brother and I, our artwork, even she had some for my older sister, and it was always so festive hanging our stuff around the house. And it was nice because it was like stuff that we did. And I actually kind of look forward to seeing some of the artwork that we had done. And she had this old box and, okay, I'm just gonna go off on a little tangent here for just a minute. <laughs> but when I do clean out the house, that box is probably gonna go in the trash. However, it gives me such warm thoughts thinking about it. So I just wanna point out here, it's not the stuff. It's not the stuff. It's not saving the stuff. Yeah, it's true. Like, it gave me warm thoughts for the 25 years my mom did it, right? But now, as an adult, I remember it fondly. I don't need that stuff to... It's probably all water damaged anyways because no one's used it in years. But I don't need that stuff to give me happy memories of, of my family Hanukkah growing up or happy memories of my mom. I have those memories and I carry them with me. And I think that that's a really, really important thing to remember too. It's not always about saving the memories, it's about carrying them with you and knowing that you know certain things might trigger them for you and that could be negative or that could be positive, but really the memories, they don't have to, you know, they don't have to set us back and we don't have to hold on to the stuff to keep the memories. So thank you so much for joining me today on the Journey to Organization podcast. To pre-order your copy of Organized Jewish Life and get a little preview bonus, uh, please head to balagambigon.com forward slash book and order your copy today. As soon as it's published, we will send it out to you. And if you want to order for a friend, we will definitely send them an email with a gift certificate telling them that a copy will be sent to them as well. Pre-ordering your book supports me in this project and allows me to get it out to you more quickly. This book is also in memory of my mother, Esther Batsara, and you'll be helping to give her memory a blessing as well. Not to mention, there are some sneak peeks along the way that I'm going to be sending to all the people who pre-order, and you're going to be able to help vote on lots of different choices that are going into the book. So definitely pre-order your copy today at balagambigon.com forward slash book. And if you're ready to declutter for 2021, join the 2021 Conquer Your Clutter challenge course. The new round is starting January 3rd, 2021. To, to join, head to bit.ly forward slash conquer 2021. If you have any questions, email info at rebeccasaltzman.com and I'll get back to you. 
For now, have a great week and happy organizing. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Organization podcast. You can find Rebecca on Twitter and Instagram at BalaGonBegon and on Pinterest as Rebecca Saltzman. Visit BalaGonBegon.com for resources and to join the mailing list to get podcast updates.